This is Monday, November 29th, and our Advent study this year tracks with the promises of God that come to fulfillment in Jesus. We're going to be looking at what promises are, why God makes promises to us, and how to build our lives on the architecture of God's promises. Now, that word Advent, it means coming, and so we're looking at the coming of Jesus. Now, have you ever played the game Jenga? You begin the game with a large tower of wooden blocks with three wooden pieces per floor. And the players take turn removing a wooden piece. As more and more pieces are removed, the tower becomes increasingly unstable. The last player to pull a piece from the tower without causing it to fall is the one who wins the game. Now, Scripture in many ways is like a Jenga tower, except it's built on the promises of God. So here's the difference. Even one promise removed from the tower will cause the entire structure to fall. The truth of Scripture and of God cannot sustain even one failed promise. And in Scripture, there are about 8,000 of them. Now, at Advent time, Christmas time, we discover that God works in his world through promise and fulfillment. What is a promise? Well, simply stated, it is a declaration or assurance made to another with respect to the future. In the case of the Lord, it's a divine assurance that God will or will not bring something about in the future. Here's our text for today. Luke 1, verse 31 to 33. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Now, this is part of what Scripture explains happened when God's angel Gabriel visited with the young Virgin Mary. The angel told her that she had been chosen by the Lord to be the mother of the Lord's Messiah. The Holy Spirit would make conception possible, and the child she would carry and bear would take up the throne of David, his human and spiritual ancestor. Now, of course... This was a promise. It had not yet come to pass. The Lord wanted Mary to know and also to agree to his plan. Mary was being called by the Lord to be part of his promise. And that's the thing about God's promises to us that we will see on this Advent journey. God's promises matter to us because he's constantly inviting us to be part of his promise his promises matter to us because they become our own through faith in Jesus. But as we look, we'll look more at that later on. But here's how these promises connect us to God's planned future. The Lord promised his people hundreds of years before that young virgin would have a child, that she would, that a, that a virgin would have a child who would bring the healing of Israel. Here's Isaiah the prophet. 
Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The Lord will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Emmanuel. That's Isaiah 7.14. Yes, Mary was being invited into an earlier promise the Lord had made long before she was born. Indeed, the structure of God's promises seems like that Jenga structure, as the promise goes further back and deeper still. You can find a thread in the promises of God then back to David himself. Here was the Lord's promise to King David when he sought to build a house, a temple for the Lord. I declare to you that the Lord will build a house for you. When your days are over and you go to be with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you, one of your sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father. He will be my son. I will never take my love away from him as I took it away from your predecessor. I will set him over my house and my kingdom forever. His throne will be established forever. That's First Chronicles 17, verse 10 to 14. Wow! The promise that Isaiah talked about and then repeated to, to, was repeated to Mary by Gabriel was stated to King David long before Isaiah was born. Likely he didn't fully understand what it all meant. But David trusted this promise hundreds of years before Isaiah heard it. But then the promise goes back even farther than that. It was before the Lord sent Adam and Eve from the garden that the Lord made this promise to the serpent that deceived the woman. And I will put enmity between you and the woman between your offspring and hers, he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Now here's the beauty of the promise given to Mary by the angel before Jesus came into the world. God had long before promised that a deliverer would come and defeat the evil one, the power of evil, crushing the head of the serpent and ending the dominion of darkness, bringing peace through his son. We want to unpack these promises one at a time and see what God is doing in the world because we rest in the same promise extended into the future when Jesus shall return. Here's the book of Hebrews extending that promise to us and beyond. Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many and he will appear a second time not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who eagerly await him. That's Hebrews 9.28. Yes, just as the Lord promised that Jesus would come the first time, he has promised that Jesus will come again. Remember, the structure of God's promises means that they all stand together, or they all will fall together. You ask, how can we apply this today? Well, first we see in the first coming of Jesus, the faithfulness of God to fulfill his promises. It is this faithfulness that informs us and reinforces our trust in the promises yet to be fulfilled. Our hope is built on these promises. We know that Jesus has come the first time, and therefore he will indeed return. 
that as Jesus began his good work in you, he will continue it until the day it is finished in him. This is the hope we rest in. Everything depends on God's word. God promised. And second, I think as with Mary, God has included us in his promise. His promises for us and also for our children that come after us. Let's pray. Lord God, you created us and all things with your word. Remind us that each day we live because of your great and precious promises. Give us a security that is found in you and a joy that comes from knowing that we are yours by faith in Jesus Christ. For we pray together in his name. Amen.